guys. How are you? This is Charlie Tate, and you're listening to Tater Thoughts, my podcast. And I am, of course, right in the middle of my Queen Deep Dive series, talking about every single song on every single one of Queen's studio albums. And we're doing something unique right now because we're going through Flash Gordon, the band's ninth album and their only true soundtrack album in their catalog. Of course, last time we talked Queen, I talked about not one, but two songs because I decided as I kicked off this album in their catalog that it made more sense to group some songs together because they're very brief. They are features of sound and a combination of dialogue, sound effects, etc. They're very unique as far as song structure goes. So I'm grouping some together. And last time we talked about In the Space Capsule, the love theme, and Ming's theme in the court of Ming the Merciless. And in the story, Flash and Dale go into space in the space capsule. They pass out. And when they awaken, they are in a completely different world and they meet Ming, the evil ruler, and his minions. And in the space capsule is Roger Taylor's song. Ming's theme is Freddy's. And today we're going to talk about two more songs, and they're both Freddy's compositions. They are dive number 94 and 95, tracks four and five, respectively, on Queen's Flash Gordon album. And the first song we're going to talk about today is The Ring, Hypnotic Seduction of Dale. And it's very short, it's brief. And it is a very dreamy, otherworldly, ethereal, somewhat confusing, kind of sexy in a way, sound escape to this brief moment that happens to our character, the lovely Dale. And I gotta say, listening to this again, refreshing my brain, listening to it again, because I've seen the film, right? That The first thing I did before I started going through these tracks one by one is I watched the film in its entirety because I wanted context. I didn't want to just experience it as a soundtrack. I had to understand the story in order to better cover each of these songs. But I'm listening to this song, The Ring, Hypnotic Seduction of Dale, as a refresh to get my brain around it again. And I gotta say, hearing it without the context of the film, without the visuals, without the progress of the story up to this point, it sounds very suggestive. And it actually sounds quite sexy simply because of the exhales and the sighs we're hearing from Dale. Because if you haven't seen the film, what you don't know is she is literally being seduced. She's been put under a spell by Ming to approach him. And she's kind of in this weird daze. But when you just listen to it, there's all this sighing and deep breathing. And it's, I have a moment where I'm like, this sounds quite uh, suggestive. But anyway, I, I happened to notice that as I was refreshing my brain today. This track, this brief one is experimental minimalist, synthesizer driven, of course. And we are at 74 beats per minute in a time signature of 4-4 and an A minor key. But that's really irrelevant because what we're hearing, what we're experiencing is the emotion, is the tension of what's going on 
with our leading lady, Dale. I put a spell on you because you're mine, or supposedly that's what Ming wants. And ultimately, well, okay, we'll talk about that later. I suppose I could touch on that now, actually. What Ming ends up doing is taking Dale for himself, along with his already pretty massive trove of wonderful ladies that he selfishly keeps for all kinds of reasons, as we soon find out. But yes, this is all about the seduction of Dale being brought forth to Ming and her reluctance, and of course, will transition into the next track, which is entirely different. But this one here is a simple, atmospheric, single note synth. It tolls and chimes and dings and pulls us into the trance of Ming. It's enigmatic, and we can hear the fight our lovely leading lady puts up, hence the size and that kind of, you know, uh, uh, like, no, I don't want to do this, right? Freddie, once again, does a great job capturing the tension of a moment while still adding elements of lingering fantasy and sweeping atmospheres that really intrigue. This is short and sweet. It's spooky. Yeah. And a little sexy. And of course, fantastical and dreamy. It was never played live like most of the songs on this album because again, these are soundscapes, themes, brief moments of melodies amongst dialogue and sound effects. Zap, ding, whisk away like glass. This is almost like a glass harmonica, almost. If you're not familiar with that, listen to Bjork's song. Oh my gosh, I'm drawing a blank. Hold on, it's on her. Oh, how come I can't think of the song, you guys? This is great, an, a genuine moment of loss for me. Hold on one second while I look this up. I'm gonna find it for you in real time. I can't believe I can't remember the name of this song, you guys. I am having a serious moment right here. And all neon-like. I can't believe I couldn't remember that. It was right on the tip of my tongue. Bjork's song, All Neon Like, features a glass harmonica in it. It's beautiful. And this is a synthesizer, but it sounds like that. Breathe. Bells, the transition of this is a mystical new age. Sinks into a hesitant sliding note of intensity that lingers and holds us in its wake. Dale tries to fight it and we fall an octave. And then our hero Flash bursts out. <gasps> Forget it, Ming, Dale's with me. And then the next track begins. And oh, is it a fun one? The reason I'm keeping these two together is of course, we have this wonderful dreamy introduction to this pair of tracks with this seduction of Dale. And then here we get right back into the rock and grit of things. This is still Freddie's composition, though. Dive number 95. And this song is Football Fight. Indeed, hard rock synth pop. Much more of a classic conventional song structure here. Much more melodic, something we can dig into, and something, honestly, that's a lot of fun, especially when you watch it in the context of the film. This scene is one of my favorite moments because, yes, it's called Football Fight. But what ends up happening is everybody goes after Flash and he somehow turns it into a football game. 
sort of. I mean, we know he is a football player, not just in real life, but in the film, he plays a football player. So he turns this fight into a football game and starts throwing around these things like a football and making these calls out like he's on the field, running people over. (laughs) And it's incredibly silly, over the top. And man, is it a good time. Man, is it fun. It is one of the moments in the film that I will watch over and over again because it's so camp. It's so classic. It's so over the top. And it's a lot of fun. And the guys inject, infuse that rock and roll energy perfectly here. And this song was the B-side to Flash, Flash's theme. Awesome. Great choice to put this melodic number as the B-side to that memorable single. We're at 92 beats per minute in a time signature of 4-4, common time, A minor. Fight, fight, fight in a goofy, amusing, and clever way. Flash certainly takes this over the top. A synth, new wave rock thing that is perfectly energized, full of wailing synthesizers, gritty power chords on guitar. John's dancing bass lines are back and classic pounding drums from Raj. Something about this sounds like Seven Seas of Rye or Death on Two Legs. It echoes Freddie's earlier compositions in many ways. I half expect him to burst into song or at least sing along with Dale, go Flash, go. He'd definitely give that phrase justice in tune with this rockin' number. Having a classic rock tune in the midst of the experimental sounds is a welcome change of pace, reminds us of several important things. Where these guys came from, who they are, that they can successfully bring this gritty vibe to a sci-fi flick, and they still got it. But football fight was never played live, and that is a Bit of a misstep, I think. This could have been a wonderful interlude of transition from one song to the next. Or perhaps if you had songs that were a little bit more laid back, which didn't happen as often as the energized numbers, but this would be a great, just a a little, a little break from all of the classic Queen numbers. I think this would have been fun to hear on a stage live. That's just me. This is the first real tune we've had since our introduction. Flash's theme. Pounding bass, driving beats, addictive synths that creep and crawl up the scale. Guitar, yes. Brian, ah, this is a force. A great job combining rough rock and roll with the new wave synths full of body and vibrato. Simple, melodic arrangements of rising chords. Trills. Lead guitar, ah, it's so great to have that guitar back. Love it, Brian. Flash calls out like he's on the field as he destroys Ming's men one by one. Go, Flash, go, Dale. The crowd cheers and Brian wails on his guitar again with those gritty and grinding power chords. It rises an entire octave, trills over and over this synthesizer, grittier and distorted, but this isn't long enough. This song isn't long enough. Was it really this short in the film? Like a minute and a half. I could use another round or even two of this fun riff. In the film, of course, it's perfect. It's brief, it's perfect. But on the album, I need more. I wish we had a longer album version of this. It's fantastic to hear John on bass again, especially 
And he even has some melodic moments where he rises with the synthesizers. And Brian on guitar, <gasps> always a welcome treat, especially when it comes to Queen. And of course, we get Roger on the drums again in his classic rock and roll driving big drum sounding style. I love it. Absolutely love it. The ring, hypnotic seduction of Dale, and football fight today. These two dives together, ladies and gents. It's actually really cool to get such contrast from Freddie, one composition after another, to have that super minimal, mysterious, the ring, which is really this echo of sounds that we can only imagine or dream of. And then we burst into this full-on classic rock queen style song that is still Freddie's composition. But the fact that he can take the energy of these moments in the film and capture it in these unique ways is very telling, I think, of his overall creativity and how he can put himself in a role and a fantasy world. And it really calls back to his earlier days of fantasy and dreamlike pieces. That's why I love it so much. Those elements of early Freddy are all here in this kind of unique and new way on the Flash Gordon album. It's such a unique experience we're having, isn't it? Going through these songs like this because they're not verse, chorus, verse, chorus songs. They don't have lyrics in them. They don't have vocals in them, except for Flash's theme and another song we will talk about later. These songs are entirely devoid of actual sung lyrics. Yes, we have dialogue, but that's an entirely different piece of art in these compositions. But anyway, that is today's Two Dives. I'll be back next time to talk. I might actually talk about three next time. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to have to go through these songs again, get my head around the length, the content, the structure of them, and see what makes sense. I think it will be three, though, because after that, we're going to kick off side two, which has some surprises of its own. But I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you're happy and healthy and getting ready to dive into summer. It is hot, hot, hot where I am. It's our hottest month of the year. June, until the monsoons come. But that'll be for later. In the meantime, guys, keep yourselves alive. I'll be back again. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your evening, your night. Rise and shine. <sighs> wakey, wakey. Eggs and bakey. <laughs> do you hate that phrase? I know quite a few people who do. Annoying? Maybe. I still say it. All right, guys. Next time. <laughs>